Hello, this is Thelma with From Brokenness to Wholeness, a faith-based outreach transformational radical root ministry for those of sexual and domestic violence, private pain and secret pain grief. I'm going to share some information with you today. We're back to rape, sexual assault, sexual violence. So I'm going to give you some information. You may want to really pay attention to what I have to say. I'm going to offer a little prayer first. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you for this grand opportunity to serve your people and to empower your people on what to do and what not to do. We thank you so much. <clears throat> Excuse me. We pray that someone would be helped. Or either they can help somebody else that they passed information on, they can help someone else. We thank you for this podcast. In your precious name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. I'm going to read some, and then I will talk some. It's a sexual abuse exacts a terrible price in the life of a victim of shame, contempt, denial. The sin of the perpetrator continued to color the victim's life through an inability to enjoy a relationship, <clears throat> excuse me, intimacy, and hope. The victim's soul feels bound to denial. The fear, the heart fear, feels wounded and alone. Longing for more of a delighting in what is available and equality to stir and endanger the soul. Therefore, the person feels it's better to live without awareness of passion hunger, and pain. This ache can be knowledge, but never can be entirely silenced. The silent scream deepened the paradox of a living life without feeling in order to keep the threads of hope intact. The complete, complex web of desire and defense of longing and content are often hidden below a social company exterior, does not look wounded or confused. The outward pleasant layer function to control both the inner emptiness. There is a common, <clears throat> excuse me, there is a common process in many cases of abuse where perpetrated by a relative or by a known family, non-family member, abusers usually have a, listen to this, abusers, abusers usually have a fairly clear strategy for ensnaring their victim. But a warning needs to be highlighted before considering the typical stages of abuse. At first, there are so many variations and exceptions to the rule that it almost invalidates the presumption of a pattern. The fact is, the details differ in every case. Each person is uniquely abused. So what, in the point, what is the point of discussing a common pattern is there's going to be so much variation. The reason is the same in learning the rule of English grammar. <clears throat> Excuse me. In most cases, sexual abuse sexual abuse is not an event that occurs out of the blue and suddenly by someone who lurks in the bushes and waits for an unsuspecting child to walk into his liar. In fact, only 11% of all sexual abuse is perpetrated by a stranger. The vast majority of sexual abusive events occur in relationship with family members, 29% or with someone else, known by the victim, 60%. We're not talking about those 
who does not report it. It's probably 90%. All abuse is a violation of the sanctity and wholeness of the human soul. But when sexual abuse is perpetrated by a member of one family or by someone who had gained one trust, the loss is even more severe. Sexual abuse is always a violation of relationship. The violation always damaged the soul to some degree. The trauma would be influenced by factors such as level of severity, nature of relationship, numbers of time, and age of the victim. But it is imperative to comprehend to an obvious point. Violation is violation. All violations of God's design bear personal and interpersonal consequences for both the perpetrator and the victim. One leering look by a stranger is far less damaging than the intercourse with a brother. But a leering look by a father, even without physical contact, would bear harm because what God intended for the relationship to be. Many times, the typical home where abuse occurs and is not reported is relationship distant and empty. The variation of the pattern are many, but the fact remains legit. Healthy relationship is rare or non-consistent in abusive home. The environment, listen at this, the environment is a breeding ground for deep soul hunger. The first factor is a sense of being enjoyed for being the adult child. But what kind of appreciation leaves the hungry heart untouched? A second factor is a respect of one being, being that permits the opportunity to develop uniqueness and separation from one member of the family. One woman abused by a friend of her family was expected to be the source of solace and strength for her mother and sister. She was the family bulwark and was severely criticized when she wept or showed any weakness. She knew that she could not ask her mother for help because she would upset her mother, potentially provoking another depression. When asked why she did not tell her mother, she said, It would have meant months of picking up the pieces. I felt it if I had enough to cope with in saying no to the abuser. The man who who was abused by his mother was gladly expected to rub her feet and to read to her when she had severe migraine headache. Her expectation he would provide comforting and nourishing was inappropriate for a nine-year-old boy. The mother gave him the role of a husband. <clears throat> Excuse me. The role distortion tears away a childhood and replaces it with an adult burden that is too heavy for a child to live. But he must be carried if the child is not to enjoy any benefits of life or love in the dysfunctional home. The forsaking of a childhood began the long process of giving up the soul in order to taste a few crumbs of life. Everybody, everyone need to be educated in sex, sexual abuse. It is a big thing and it's been going on over 2,000 years. I don't think people take sexual abuse as devastating as it is. Sexual abuse, abuse is more devastating than you think it is. Anytime it can Infertile a woman, make a woman infertile where she cannot have children. That is something that you don't even want to think about. 
But let us educate ourselves on sexual abuse. My, 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 my advice is to train yourself. By training yourself, you can train your family. By training your family, you can train your children. By training your children, you can train your community. And by training your community, you can train your church. By training your church, you can train the world. You could also help us make our world a beautiful place to live, whereby everybody can rest and be at peace. So let's join the training. We at From Brokenness to Holiness do have training. We train anyone that wants to be trained. Because number one, you need to empower yourself with the knowledge. Because no home is safe. No place is safe. If it had never hit your family that you know of, because it's impossible, it's like drugs, it's impossible not to touch every family on this church, on this earth. So if you think it has not touched your family, then empower yourself. You can Google it and go in and read all you want to read about sexual violence. It may be going on right at your home, Right at, at, at your table, on Thanksgiving, on Christmas, it may be going on in your home, but you don't know the sign to look for. Because in your mind, you are saying, this is not happening to my family. Oh, but you're certainly wrong. Yes, it is. There's some little girl or there's some little boy somewhere that have not told you. There's a daughter. There's a son. There's a niece. <coughs> excuse me. There's a niece that has not told you. What was happening to them? Or there's a nephew, or there's a cousin, or there's a sister, or there's an aunt that has not told you what happened to them. There's a mother that may not have told you. There's a father that may not have told you. Oh, yes, it is. It's about in every home. So I pray that you will empower yourself with knowledge. As you know that I know, knowledge is powerful. So you can help. You may live in the most beautiful community in the world. You're not safe because it's not coming from the outside. It's coming from the inside. It's happening on the inside. I advise you to keep your children, keep your own children, whether boys or girls, they're your children, they're your responsibility. I advise you to not even allow the father to do certain things. That's my advice. It's the mother to bathe her daughter. You bathe your own daughter. You might be in a hurry. Don't get a life so busy until you don't have time to watch. Open your eyes. Look at how a child reacts around certain members. Pay attention to how a child is acting around certain members or even around those that are not members. The company that you have and allow in your house. I remember when I was small, there were old man was a friend of my parents. And he would catch my eyes because I would stare at him. And he would catch my eyes, and sometimes he would just lick his tongue out. Well, I had no idea what that was about. So be careful of who you allow to keep your children, who you allow in your home. and you. It doesn't take but a second for a child to be violated. It doesn't take but a second. All that child needs to be is touched inappropriately. It doesn't take a second. You can turn your back and it can happen. That's just how plaguing it is. So thank you so much. Hope this podcast helped you. Pass it on to your friend. 
Like I said, we're from Brooklyn to Holiness out of Tennessee. We are trying to help those who has been sexually violated. I have been sexually violated myself, and I am the director. But if you want to become a friend to the survivor, let me tell you how. If you become, first of all, if you become a friend to the survivor, we will not give you the survivor name or personal information. It's confidential. But we will let you know the progress of the survivor. You will be that friend. That's what I am. I'm that friend. So I donate to the cause. So if you want an opportunity with 501c3, nonprofit, if you want an opportunity to donate to the cause of someone to help them cross the bridges in their life to wholeness, we're on, you can go to PayPal, paypal.com. Put in for brokenness to wholeness. The link will come up. Make your donation. Print you out a receipt for your taxes at the end of the year. Or you can go to Cash App, dollar sign, K-E-Z-I-A, 1983. It will come up. You can make your donation right there. If you cannot, if you're not able to print a receipt, you can reach out to me via Facebook, Velma H. Snipe, via Facebook. And let me know that you made a donation. I will see it. And um, I will get a receipt to you. Thank you so much. Please listen to more podcasts that we will have. And I'm going to say this little ending uh, quote. Now he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we can ask or think according to the power that within us. Thank you so much. Keep listening.